When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And batter up! Swing, batter, 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 swing, batter, batter, swing. Uh, I love this episode we are about to get into today. It is top five greatest Simpsons episodes of all time. I will fight anybody who says otherwise. Even Barney? Even Barney. I don't know. Barney might win. He might knock your block off. With one punch. With one punch. <laughs> um, this this episode is amazing. It's like, I think this might be the start of the golden age of Simpsons. This right. episode. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get into why we like it after we're done yes. talking about it. How about let's let's you know <laughs> talk about the episode first, and then yeah. We'll, so we'll, this we'll is get into season three, episode seventeen. I'm just excited, man. I'm I know. Excited. Uh, season three, episode seventeen. Homer at the bat. Uh, and the title of this episode is a reference to the poem Casey at the Bat. So for all of you people who like reading poetry and you like sports and you've read this one uh you'll probably get the reference i've never read i i should have looked up casey at the bat just to just to read it but uh i didn't i mean i think anyone who loves baseball read it i think i probably. read it i don't think i've ever read it and i probably should no i might have um long ago uh this episode aired february 20th 1992 so it's probably uh uh, spring training, probably getting people hyped for for baseball uh, season. So usually pitchers and catchers report on my birthday, at least the Mariners usually do, which is the 13th of February. So they're probably, I don't, I don't think they've started games yet at this point, but players are definitely at camp getting their swings in, getting their throws in, getting strength and conditioning in. Yeah, which is um, why, which is why Roger Clemens, Ken Griffey Jr., all these guys, we're probably just hanging out, just waiting for it to be plucked by uh, Mr. Burns. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, so the the fun uh, fun fact number one for this episode: um, all the players that they got for this episode, mind you, this episode was recorded in 1991. This was recorded a year early. All these um, players, anytime they played the Dodgers or Angels. In California is when they recorded their lines. So it like spanned like a few months to get all these guys into the recording booth to record their lines. <laughs> Guess you can't and just fly them in, huh? During the off season, get it all taken care of in they one shot. They could have, but I feel like they recorded this episode during the summer months. Oh, probably. So anytime, you know. And a lot of these players, I believe, played in the American League, so they probably played the Angels a lot more than the Dodgers because interleague play wasn't a thing yet. So um, I'm sure there was a few 
National Leaguers in there. So we get our chalkboard gag. And for the first time, we don't see the zoom in on the school. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, they do the Simpsons, but it doesn't go through the town, like through the clouds, through the town, and then into the school building with Bart, you know, writing on the chalkboard. It's literally the Simpsons and then- they you probably know, did right it right to the chalkboard. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's this just, episode, this yeah, episode needed the time. Well, yeah, it's just crazy that they didn't do that. And so we got our chalkboard gag. Yep. Which is, I will not aim for the head. Uh, spitballs, spitwads, throwing. Sling, he has a slingshot. Slingshot. Yeah. He, Bart, so, Bart probably wanted to aim for the head. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Bart. Yeah. He's a, he's a daredevil. Well, yep. he's also a little devil. Uh, also, we don't see Bert leave the school, which again, probably a time-saving thing. Although if you're going to save time for this episode, why not just do the chalkboard gag, go straight to the couchboard gag. The couchboard gag? Yeah, the, the couchboard couch, gag. The couch, the couch gag. gag. Yeah. Uh, just go straight from the chalkboard to the couch. Yeah. Or not even do a chalkboard. But yeah, so it's like Bart doesn't... Okay, so after Bart usually leaves, then we get like Maggie... In the grocery store, Marge. And, no, we know. got that in this episode. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, yeah. Okay, but we but, didn't get Homer leaving the plant. We didn't have Bart throwing the uh, carbon, the the inanimate carbon rod at Homer or it, yep. like, flying off. And, but we did get a we, new sax solo, so that was nice. Got a new sax solo. We see Maggie and Marge driving into home and, you know, a new couch gag, uh, which was... They all skip to the couch, run into each other, knock each other out, and Maggie, like, sits on the couch, like, yeah, jumps on the couch. Well, it's just so funny. They all run into each other and knock themselves, like, straight out. Like, if you look at them laying on the floor, their eyes are closed, yep. or, well, I can't remember if it was, like, the little X, you know, when they're, like, real, No, like, I don't cartoon. think there was any Xs. Because okay. X's, X's in the eyes I mean, you're usually dead. mean death. Yeah. So. So I don't, I don't think there was any X's. But they but... were just smooth knocked out on the floor, yeah. piled on so, top of each other. So they found a unique way to save time through the opening credit, which is weird. Well, but it's funny the... because the last episode, they saved time by doing The Simpsons and then just starting the episode. So, yeah. so it's like either, I guess, either do all or maybe nothing. I guess, I guess, obviously, if you write an episode, it has a certain amount of time, and yeah, you know, you got to be creative. Yeah, and well, we all know the Simpsons are very creative. They are very creative. They've been on for thirty plus years, so they got to be very creative. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, the episode opens with Homer just shoveling donut donuts down his throat. Just... And this is uh, they got the donuts from a place called the Rolling Donut. Yep, that was the we we knew that from the uh, oh when Homer was trying to get a job and yep, the donut yeah ro- rolled in yep so say, so they've been using the same company for years I mean why not if the donuts are good keep it now going. here's the thing here's the thing about this uh, scene so we see Lenny putting the donuts on the counter and I'm assuming it was a box of eight no probably twelve see. Baker no usually a dozen okay because Homer uh, ate all of them yeah. But Lenny tells him to slow down or he'll choke. Don't tell me how to. So I wonder if this is where I. So a lot of the times when somebody will tell me to do something, I'll tell them not to tell me how to live my life. And I wonder if this episode, I've been saying it for a lot, like the last few years now, 
and I haven't seen this episode in a while, but I wonder if this is where I picked it up because after Lenny tells him that, he goes, don't tell me how to eat donuts. Well, yeah. Where do you think any any of us pick up any of our, <laughs> our uh, words? Vernacular. Yeah. Where do you think anyone tells us to do that? And yeah. then Homer starts actually choking, which is, yep. you know, really funny. And uh, they're all like, what do we do? Uh, <laughs> get a, Scare them. Uh, have a drink water. Yep. Hiccups, yeah. Oh, that's for hiccups. And then they run over to the wall. And there's a picture for how to do the Heimlich maneuver where it shows a guy literally choking on an entire lobster. <laughs> so, fun fact about this scene: uh, this actually, this scene actually is credited with saving two lives. So we see the picture of the Heimlich maneuver uh, in May of '92. Uh, Chris Benz was able to save his brother's life. By performing the Heimlich Maneuver, having seen it on this episode. He just didn't know how to do the Heimlich Maneuver? And who the hell is Chris Benz? I don't know. The the guy who saved his brother. He saved his brother's life. But why is he important? Because he's the guy who saved the guy's life. I'm sure a thousand people get their lives saved by the Heimlich Maneuver on a daily basis. What but, did this they learn, but did they learn how to do the Heimlich Maneuver by watching this episode? I don't know. It seems sketchy. And then uh, there's another, in December of 07, uh, another guy was able to save his friend's life by recalling watching this episode. So, the Simpsons are inadvertently responsible for saving at least two people's lives. By showing the poster of the Heimlich Maneuver. I don't know. Well, the poster doesn't show how to do it. It just shows a guy wrapped around some dude's waist. That's how you do the Heimlich Maneuver. You go around and you just... Pull. No, that is not how you do it. Go take a go take a class from the fire department. There's a well, real. I mean, you you like you pull up. I know yeah, how I to do the Heimlich maneuver, but well, real Heimlich maneuver posters actually th- show you like a six step way of actually doing it. That just yeah. showed a guy hawking up a full lobster, which I don't I don't <laughs> think you could swallow a full lobster. Uh, uh, the other thing I like to point out about this scene, which I thought was very interesting is when at the beginning of the episode when you see Lenny putting down the donuts there is a poster behind Homer that says labor laws which is in every company's break room like yeah. my break room has it i'm sure all of your break like it's a legal thing they all have to have yeah. it so that was i think that's a nice little detail they put in there yeah but remember uh Mr. Burns uh wants to take away some of their constitutional rights for <laughs> for working there so yeah. I mean, yes, by law, you have to have the sign, but I feel like Mr. Burns is still taking some of the liberties with it. Probably. Uh, So, but right next to the sign. (laughs) So remember, they don't actually save Homer's life. So I don't know how they got those two people said they learned it from the Simpsons by off of a poster because they actually saw the, the sign. They didn't actually go to save Homer's life after he was choking. I mean, I think if you just look at the sign, you could probably figure it out. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be an expert at the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, but no one actually performed it on Homer either. They they literally saw the Heimlich sign. It's like, oh, look at this. And then literally right next to it was the softball sign-up sign. And yeah. then Homer apparently just <laughs> saved himself. Yeah, and he just he was, coughed up all the donut in his mouth. Yep, and went over to sign up for uh, softball. softball. And... Yeah. Uh, Everyone was like, I don't know if we yeah. want to sign up. Because last yeah. year, the team was 2-28, and 28 and it was their best season. God. have you? So, have you ever played on a company softball team? No. None of our companies had softball teams. 
So my, I believe my first TV station had one and like there were other companies in Green Bay that also had it, but I never, I never got to join the softball team. That would have been fun though. Cause we both played baseball growing up. Yeah. I just never felt like softball was very, uh, like athletically challenging because what it's the same as baseball well baseball you get a pitch yeah for okay when we played maybe our pitches got up to like 50 miles an hour maybe 60 at most but softball the ball's coming in at like i don't know 10 miles an hour underhand okay that's a giant metal bat (laughs) in professional softball yeah but this is a professional softball this is a company league probably under under underhand pitch softball well, it's a beer league, as we'll e- find out soon. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't think that's probably why I never wanted to do it, because company softballs are that type but of... Free, but free beer. Right. I don't think we ever... I don't. I never heard of uh, kegs being sitting on first base. Um, but then, you know, Homer is uh, trying to convince everyone, hey, I have a, you know, secret weapon that I'm going to use <laughs> uh, for it. And so... Uh, I don't can't remember the dude's name. Charlie. Charlie. Okay. All right. So we get a shot of Charlie imagining uh, what Homer's big secret <laughs> weapon secret. is, and yeah. uh, he imagines a big giant uh, mitt. Yep. Which probably not legal. No, probably not. Uh, Carl imagines uh, uh, Homer bouncing on spring shoes from base to base. Which I don't. Uh, I don't think Homer. Homer skinny enough for that? No. And I don't even know how you would get from base to base with They're spring like loaded shoes. springs. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like you would get out faster with the ball being thrown than running. Because you'd have to like Probably. jump up well, yeah. and then down onto the base. Correct. And then uh, Lenny imagines Homer with a giant uh, laser bat, which I can't quite remember how it actually functioned. He uh he shot so Lenny imagined Homer shooting uh the infielders with it and turning them into dust. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So uh, also in the break room, uh, when they're talking about the softball thing, there is a barrel of radioactive material just sitting there. Well, it's a nuclear power plant, so. But of outside of the break room, shouldn't that be stored? You know, somewhere <laughs> safe. No, not at all. No, no, no. Well, you know, we'll find out later about all that radioactive waste. So, uh, Homer goes home and he tells Bart about his, uh, his the story of how uh, he uh, got his bat. And I love the fact that Homer is like, son, let me tell you this. Let me tell you the story. And Bart is like, it's a bat, isn't it? And Homer's like, <laughs> there was one night and yeah, this is the story about how I made my bat. But like Homer didn't react in the way of like, oh, how dare you guess that it's the bat? He just like completely ignores Bart. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. So the story of how Homer constructed his wonder bat, he was locked outside, locked outside during a rainstorm and it was lightning and thundering. And there was a sheet of metal just sitting by the house, apparently. And he used it for cover, went under a tree, lightning struck the tree, and he was like, and the and the branch just spoke to me well, to just make so, it into a bat. Just to let everyone know that a large piece of sheet metal is actually a lightning rod. Correct. So don't, don't is do why, that. Which is probably why the lightning <laughs> hit the tree. Also, I like the fact that at the beginning of the story, he's like, yeah, I shoved aside my homemade football. <laughs> yeah. He had written NFL on it. And it was just like... <laughs> Homer, that's not a football. That's just like you found some rubber 
put stuff in it and like stringed it up like really incorrectly. Yeah, that was awesome. And it would look like different pieces of leather too. Like, yeah. like different just material of leather, different colors and everything. It was so yeah. freaking funny. So then Homer's like, I made that like we see a montage of Homer like working on the bat. Like he put nails into the wood and he yeah, put the arch out. <laughs> and then Marge is like, homie, come to bed. And he brings the log with him and he's shaving it down. And Marge's like, go back to the garage. And then at the end of the story, we come back to present day and we see Wonder Bat. And it looks like a normal bat. I mean, he carved, like, there's a little, like, lightning bolt in it. And he wrote Wonder Bat on it. I mean, where did, the, where did the nails go? Did he realize yeah. that it was dumb and pulled him out? Probably. <laughs> maybe, and, okay. So, okay. Maybe he actually used the blowtorch to uh, um, burn in the lightning bolt and Wonder probably. Bat. Probably. All right. All right. So, so, all right. So at least the blowtorch, because I love how he puts the, the, the plate over his face to help, you know, yes. sparks and stuff, but it's a bat. So there would be no yeah. sparks. Sparks. So this whole story is actually a reference to the movie, the natural, which I still need to see. How have it's... you not dude? you, your movie, like <laughs> watching is like, okay, I don't, first I do of all, not the natural, understand The it. natural is like 45 years old but it's a classic it is a classic also don't hate me but i've never seen field of dreams either oh my god okay you know what okay i need to get a new co-host because this is this is just ridiculous dude i just watched the field of dreams the other day at work wait why because i work at a tv store and we can put whatever we want on the tv so yeah that's two sports movies i definitely need oh my god i know let let me guess you've never seen miracle I have uh, seen Miracle. You've never Miracle's seen a great movie. Um, Little Big League. See, I, okay. okay, I've seen Little Big League. That's a kids movie. I've seen that movie like uh, like thirty times. You've seen that movie thirty times, but you've never seen The Natural. No. Wow. So uh, you're gonna get a lot of hate. Probably. It's a good thing uh, you're not signed into our uh, our Simpsons Gmail account. I'm gonna get all your hate. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, uh, Steve, can you direct all this hate towards your brother?" Okay, cool. So Homer, as we mentioned, called his bat the Wonder Bat, and Bart's like, "Wow, how many home runs are you gonna hit with that?" Well, there's 30 games. We get about 10 at bats a game, so 3,000 yeah. home runs. <laughs> uh, well, that math doesn't add up. <laughs> you're a zero off there, homie. Uh, it's 300. Yeah. Uh, also the bat in the natural is called wonder boy so another wonder bat wonder boy so, yep again cool. you know the simpsons love their o- older movie references now granted we're getting into the 70s with with some of this stuff now so yep and so we get the first game of the season which is the power plant employees versus the springfield police force is there enough cops in springfield for this well, I mean, I mean we technically see, we, we only see uh, Wiggum, Lou, and... Uh, uh, well, no, because after the first home run, you see a bunch of cops shooting off guns. Well, yeah, but I mean, in general, in this town of Springfield, oh, town, we, only, yeah, yeah. we only see... Three uh, or four. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to have an entire police force. I mean, I mean, look at any... How big is... Look, how well, look big at any is cop show. Of- well, no, look at look at any cop show, even if it's from a small city, you only have three or four cops that are on your, you know, the uh, roster of, you know, cops. cops. But I mean, there's a whole department. Usually. That's, well, so, I mean, in a small town like Springfield's got to be what, like 100 people. 
<laughs> no, I'm sure the town of Springfield overall has maybe 3,000 people. I mean, we just don't see everyone. I mean, I suppose that's true. But even in a town of three, I guess you'd probably, yeah, eight cops. Okay. If anybody actually well, nine. knows the population. At least nine. Oh, yeah. you need a full baseball team. Yes. Softball team. Or a softball team. Either yes. way. And so, um, I like how <laughs> Lenny tells Charlie to hit the ball to him. And Charlie misses the ball and just throws his bat at Lenny. <laughs> Dude, these guys are These guys are good. Well, they went two and twenty-eight last year. Yep, it's their best season. It is their best season, and yep. so um, we get the umpire. So Homer and uh, Chief Wiggum are up at the plate, and we get the rules of the game. And so the yes. umpire is like, "Okay, let's go over the ground rules. You can't leave first until you chug a beer. Any man scoring has to chug a beer. You have you have to chug a beer at the top of all odd numbered innings. Yep. Oh, and the fourth inning is the beer inning." And oh, Chief, yeah. Chief Wiggum, he's like, hey, we know how to play softball. <laughs> oh, God. And I like how at that, after that uh, scene, they kind of shoot, have a big shot of the entire field. And you yes. see a keg on first base. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you get to first base, you got to chug a beer. Yep. I, oh. I, you know, I think there was an episode of a sitcom in like the mid nineties, I for the life of me can't remember the the show I'm thinking of here. Um, it might have been the one with David Spade, where he like runs a company. Oh, you're talking and, about uh, rules of engagement? Yeah, I think there was an episode where they played uh, beer softball and everybody was just drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I that was. I, yep, think, I think I think that's that. Yep. And so we get our first at bat of uh, Wiggum at the plate. <laughs> And the police scanner goes off and, and he's like, it's like armed robbery. And he's like, Hey, turn that off. And he swings and misses too. Cause he's distracted yeah. by the, by the police radio that, you know, they, they should probably leave the game. Well, well, I mean, okay. So there would have to be other cops on the force. Maybe there's that one guy that doesn't play softball. That's actually dispatching. Cause you know how in every cop show, there's always like, if some, if the cops are out doing something, there's always like one cop left at the at the well, station you need dispatch. Being dispatch. To... Yeah, he's like the odd man out and can't. Uh, but go if play all the softball. cops are playing softball, then well, you just had an armed robbery go off without a hitch. Yeah. Well, they probably knew the cops were playing softball. It's like now's the best time. Yeah. To rob a yeah. rob something, rob a bank, yep. and so we get go up to the stands and March is filming the softball game and yep. commenting on on everything. That guy wants to hit the ball, and he does. And he runs in that direction. And everybody's happy. I love how he's like, I love how she's like, and he runs in that direction. Like anybody, I, I suppose if somebody's watching the video later on, I mean, that's fine. But like just watching the game and hearing her do it, it's like, which direction, Marge? Yeah, Marge is, like, is he running towards the outfield? Is he running towards third? Is he I like, running, is, I like, is he running home? Yeah, I like Marge. He's like, Marge, I think our mom, I think I should do the commentator. He's like, I got it. Oh man, I you know that's kind of one of the things I kind of do at sporting events is I kind of do a little commentating here and there. Yeah, and I like how you know a cop hits a home run and all the cops are so happy they're <laughs> shooting their guns in the air and and Wiggum's like, hey, put those away. So when you played baseball, you guys didn't have bubblers in your dugouts. I don't think I mean there was usually not in the dugout no, but usually there was one either right behind home plate or. 
very close. At least the uh, baseball park that was like out in the Kenosha area, that the, the yeah. four diamond one, yep. usually yeah. right behind the dugout or right off the dugout behind okay. the home plate. But not easily. in the dugout. Not physically in it, no. I thought that was kind of weird because uh, Wiggum, you know, while after the home run, he's getting a drink of water. I'm like, why is he getting get a drink of water? There's beer at first base. But he's not at first. Oh, you're only allowed to drink if you're actually on the playing field? I think so. Oh, okay. Plus, plus, I mean, he's probably dehydrated from drinking all that beer. <laughs> and so, running. Yeah. And running. So you need, you need some uh, water. So, But I just thought that was an odd detail that they put the water the water fountain slash bubbler. Yep. I'm going to say water fountain slash bubbler because I know people get upset with that sort of thing. So... Uh, uh, but that thing being in the dugout, I yep. thought was kind of and, interesting. And so, okay, let me let me set the let me set the field here for you. I'm gonna set the field. Okay. okay, so it's the bottom of the ninth. They're down by three runs, and yep. the bases are loaded. Yeah. And Homer Homer's like, "Here's my secret weapon," and Lenny's like, "It's a bat. <laughs> I have a magical bat." bat? <laughs> I have an enchanted jockstrap. And so Homer steps up to the plate and hits a game-winning Grand Slam. So question, in the original airing, now I don't think Disney ever cuts out. No, I don't um, think so. Cuts out uh, scenes. Now, like, watch, like, reading it this online, like the synopsis, apparently in this scene, because I... Um, I rewatched this episode after watching it for the notes because I love this episode. And I should have watched it on DVD, too, just to see if it was there. Uh, The Simpsons wiki is probably wrong because they're like, oh, yeah, after he hit the home run, there was like explode like fireworks that go off. And I rewatched this entire episode. There's not a single scene where fireworks go off. No. So either wiki got it wrong, which is very highly likely. Yeah, you should really stop using that. Well, some of the information is correct. Uh, what did you just say there? Some. Some. So I would probably stop using that. <laughs> well, fine. I'll, I'm sure there's a Simpsons wiki page. Um, so anyways, there's no there's no fireworks. Although I feel like in the original airing, there might have been, though. I don't know. We got we did buy the season three DVD just for the sole fact we needed episode <laughs> one. So uh, could, I'll have to look. We could go back and watch that. Uh, and so I love after he hits a home run and gets a home plate, Homer starts mocking Wiggum um, after his game winning home run. And Wiggum's like, Eddie, get that guy's license and registration. I do also like the fact that when Homer hits the home run, uh, he knocks that guy out in the yeah. park with his family having a picnic. Now, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, so my backyard is baseball fields. So someone could hit a home run and whack you in the head. No, because all the baseball fields, so the one baseball field that actually, like, faces the houses in my neighborhood faces, home plate faces away from my house. That's probably a good idea. So, and it's only little kids, well, not little kids, but kids, like a youth league playing baseball, and they're, like, probably seven to, like, ten years old. I don't think any of those kids are going to be strong enough to even hit an apple field or pull one to my house and break a window. I'm not really concerned about that. Now, if adults start playing on those fields, I'm going to be a little worried. <laughs> uh, and you've seen the, you've seen the baseball parks cause you've been to my house. Yeah. So 
I, I have to imagine those people were probably far enough away. Most likely, it looks kind of like they're sitting on a hill. Now, yes, this is slow pitch, and Homer is a very, probably got some strength because he has the girth. It's not necessarily about like how. Hey, look at Babe Ruth, man. Yeah, he was he was a big guy. It's 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 swing speed and how hard you know or how fast the pitch is coming for for velocity. So it's a funny gag. I love it, but eh, I don't know if it's uh, actually going to happen. But I love the gag. I think it's hilarious. So we go back to the Simpsons and they're watching Homer hit his game-winning home run. I love how Bart and Lisa argue over getting Homer a beer. Yeah. Hey, let's like, watch that again in super slow-mo. Oh my god. You know, the funny thing is, would, the, would Lisa and Bart really be enthralled with Homer over a game-winning home run in a well, beer league? Well, they're kids, though. They, they just saw That's their true. father do something amazing. Which doesn't happen often, I guess. Exactly. I so then we get uh, scenes of the power plant team traveling around Springfield and the the team traveling from city to city by train with the pennants is a reference to the 1942 film, The Pride of the Yankees. Now that I've never seen. No. Well, it's a 1942 movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure our parents saw it or at least our dad did. But yeah, I mean, our dad will movie. watch any baseball movie. I mean, I'd. I, I would watch any baseball movie except for the two that I have. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so we see there is an East Springfield. We so, see there is a... But it's so weird. Okay, so you get like East Springfield. I didn't... Who were the players? Because Fort Springfield was like a poo. Yeah, we saw... And Sanjay uh, and them. Yeah. I can't remember the players from East Springfield. I don't really remember. And then there's also Springfield's Heights. Heights. Would that be like the, is that like Heights means it's like a wealthy, like rich. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. So who are these? Okay. So I like how it's like a company softball league. So, okay. So I can't remember the first team, but when they go to Fort Springfield, they're playing like a poo. So is is that like the quick, like. Not necessarily just the Quickie Mart, but just like a bunch Quickie of gas stations, like convenience stores, I mean, pulling their employee, employees together to make a team. But Fort Springfield? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I it's guess really weird. Yeah, it's really it's weird. Kind of odd. It's 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 really weird. Like, no, like but that's but that's what did, but that's what doesn't kind of make sense. So if it's a company softball league, okay, so I get like Chief Wig, like the police, yeah, and I'm sure like the firehouse would have one, and yeah, but the Quickie Mart has Sanjay and Apu are the only two employees. <laughs> where where you get more players from? I I don't know. Well, maybe they're getting more players from East Springfield. Yeah, maybe. But but why you would why you would do this? With the towns and not the actual teams. Well, I mean, you could have done... So, I mean, obviously they're playing Shelbyville. So, But the Shelbyville power plant. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're playing other cities. So why couldn't you make up other... Is that too difficult? Occupations? Well, I'm just... Well, not that. I'm just saying, why couldn't you make up other cities from surrounding Springfield? So why would you do East Springfield, Fort Springfield, Springfield Heights... And then Shelbyville. I mean, you've already made up Capital City, so you could yeah. do Capital City. Why not just make up other towns or even use yeah. real towns that yeah. supposedly surround Springfield? 
I I don't know. Especially don't know if you, okay, I mean, especially okay. So we learned they were two for twenty eight. So there's at least twenty eight. Well, maybe not twenty eight teams. Let's say cut that in half. Let's say they play each team twice, home and away. So fifteen so, teams. So at least fifteen teams. Yeah. So you have fourteen other teams besides. Well, thirteen other teams besides the two power plant teams. Exactly. So I. So. It just seems at least if you're showing off other cities that you're playing against. Have like who they're have, playing against? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I I feel like they kind of missed the boat on that one just yeah. a little bit. So in the I love how in the East Springfield game Homer like calls it a shot, <laughs> which I think every every person who loves baseball has done at least a few times in their life. I know when I would like practice playing baseball or uh, not what not an actual game, but like practicing. I I do the Babe Ruth point. Who, who, what kid doesn't love doing the Babe Ruth point? So Homer points, he hits a home run, but not to the spot he pointed. And he's like, he thinks about it and he turns and he points yeah. to where he hits the home run, which is, which is great. I love that. Um, so then that like, we see everybody getting their, their magical bats. And so Carl has a piano leg, and this is actually a reference to Norm Cash of the Detroit Tigers who actually once tried to bat with a table leg in a game where Nolan Ryan was extremely overpowering and threw a no-hitter. They allowed that? In the, no, so, I'm sure they did. Well, he, he said they, he tried to. Obviously, they're not going to allow him <laughs> to bat with a table leg. I'm sure it's probably more of a joke thing anyways. Yeah. He probably had the table leg and no. Uh, so, after the three games we watch, we go to the Springfield Heights millionaires club which is located in the springfield trade center so is that a reference to the the twin World. towers i would have to imagine i didn't know springfield had any skyscrapers well it was pretty big <laughs> yeah <was> skyscraper <laughs> yeah. i wonder if that was a reference to the trade centers i would have to imagine yeah yeah so and there's a sign in the the lobby to the the millionaires club that reads you must have more than this to enter one million <laughs> dollars but i like how the uh million dollars is etched on a nameplate like a removable yeah. nameplate so yeah. do they change that every so often like okay we're gonna allow the people who have at least one million in today but tomorrow yeah. you have to have at least three million to enter <laughs> yeah so so we see burns and the owner of the shelbyville plant discussing their softball game and they're like well let's have a bet and the guy's like, all right, $1 million. And like Burns like freaks out because he thought they were going to do the whole negotiating thing. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, you give me a number and I give you a number and ah, screw it, a million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that's where Burns was probably going to settle, but like he thought they were going to negotiate, which is what you usually do in a bet. Yeah. Usually. So this so isn't I the one. That, what do you, do you remember which episode it was? Like Burns made a bet and it was like for a dollar. Do you remember what episode that was? Like I, for some Anything? reason, I thought. Are you it sure? Was... Are you sure you're not thinking of the movie Trading Places? No, no, no. It's a, it's a Simpsons thing. It might that might have been the remember. reference that they were doing in the Simpsons, but they were making a, a bet for a dollar, and it was just a low wager, whatever bet. I'll, we'll we'll have to come back we'll, to we'll it. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. There. So, uh, so after that, we cut to Burns and Smithers in his office. I love this exchange. I love it. Burns goes, Smithers, I've been thinking, is it wrong to cheat in order to win a million dollar bet? 
Smithers goes, yes, sir. Burns, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Is it wrong if I cheat in order to win a million dollar bet? No, sir. Who would you, who would you like kill? Killed, yeah. Like, Jesus Smithers. <laughs> well, really killed? To well, win yeah. a bet? What was that? What was that episode where, uh, where Smithers was trying to kill, was it killing Homer where he had like hired the hitman and then he changed his mind? Uh, what episode was that? It was a few ago. It wasn't in this was it, season. No, was it? was it season two where like Homer couldn't go through with it or uh, Smithers couldn't go through with the the killing or uh, beat up or maybe it was him getting beat up. Remember Smithers? Was in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to, to get guy. him beat up, not killed. And yeah. He go through with it. So, yeah, yeah. so Smithers is no uh, no slouch to hiring yeah. assassins or something like that. But I like. OK, so birds that is like I've decided to bring in a few ringers, professional baseballers. We'll give them token jobs at the plant and have them play on our softball team. Honus Wagner, Cap Arson, Mordecai Three Finger Brown. And Smithers like, uh, sir, I'm afraid all those players have retired and uh, passed on. In fact, your right fielder has been dead for 130 years. So the, the entire lineup that Burns wanted was Cap Atson, Pie Trainer, Jim Creighton, Gabby Street, Nap Lejoy, Lejui? I don't know. Harry Hooper, Honus Wagner, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and Mordecai Three Fingers Brown. Uh, yeah, those those players are all dead and gone. Yeah, Birds is like, damnation! All right, find me some good players, <laughs> living players. Scour the professional ranks, the American League, the National League, the Negro League. So, I so does Mister Burns still think there's a Negro League? So I, I probably, well, he thinks those other <laughs> players were alive. So, Apparently. so I actually looked this up. The last game played in the, in the Negro American league was 1958. And the last all-star game for any Negro league was 1962. However, historians have had a hard time pinpointing when the Negro American league actually came to an end because there was one baseball team who played for a few years as like a sideshow thing. Kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters, but probably worse. So, I mean, if if the Simpsons writers knew about, like, the history of the Negro League, it's very possible that Burns would think that it's still around. Yeah. So, uh, so now we get Smithers going on the hunt. So yes. his first stop is the annual baseball card convention. <laughs> Apparently. Jose Canseco, in I, person. I, I kind of wish. Well, of we, course he would be in person if he's yeah. there. I kind of wish we would have looked up to see if that was an actual uh, convention that they had. I, I You know, oddly I enough, I feel be, like I, there would be. I think there used to be like conventions for trading cards. Yeah. And so Smithers offers uh, Canseco $50,000 to play. And he says, well, that's a pay cut, but hey, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. And apparently in the original script, uh, when, as we get to the end, uh, they wanted Conse- Conseco to miss the game by waking up with Krabappel and Conseco's wife objected to the script. So they had Oh, come on. Have a fictional relationship with another Simpsons uh, character. That would be kind of awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Yep, and so uh, Smithers next up is uh, Mike Sosha, and so he's wandering through the forest wearing like a uh, flannel, and yep. then uh, well, he's Sm- hunting. Yep. Well, no, Smithers isn't hunting. He's the Sosha one wearing- is. Yep. Sosha was hunting. Yeah, Sosha was hunting, but Smithers wasn't. But he's wandering around wearing flannel instead of orange, and yep. so all of a sudden there's a shot, and so- Sosha's like, "Hey, sorry, I thought you were a deer." And well, Smithers, Smithers starts wearing. 
Smithers starts to laugh. He's like, that's okay. Happens all the time. <laughs> well, he was wearing his, I mean, he was wearing his suit still. No, he no, no. He was, flannel. I thought he was wearing flannel. No, Sosha was wearing flannel. Oh. Well, yeah. why does uh, Smithers uh, historically get uh, uh, spotted as a deer? Well, because he's wearing brown. I guess. What, but does he what? But does he wander through the forest aimlessly, often <laughs> looking for hunters? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oddly enough, ninety two is the last year Sosha played baseball. Oh, so okay, so maybe he was just out uh, enjoying his retirement then. No, no, no. He his his last game was in October of ninety two. Remember oh, this aired in right, February right. of ninety two. So this aired before the last season for Sosha. Gotcha. So it was kind of odd that. Obviously, I don't know if he had announced like 92 is going to be his last year in 91 or whatever it was. Um, So I thought it was just kind of an odd. I was looking up some of the players and I was like, oh, Sosha, Sosha retired in in 92. All right. So. So next up, we got Ozzy Smith touring the Elvis Presley home. And I like how Smithers decides to wear an Elvis shirt because we all know that Smithers is a fan of Elvis. Yes. Um, Don Mattingly is up next, and he invites Smithers into his hotel. He's all like, "Oh, come on, come on, come on in." I don't I, know. I, I don't. I've never heard any stories about Don Mattingly as a person. But if I mean, maybe he's just that nice of a guy in person. I I don't know. I kind of want to go to. His, I kind of want to go to his house now. <laughs> he might uh, kick you out. Maybe if you just show up unannounced. Although, well, Smithers showed up unannounced. That is true. Uh, so next up, we got Steve Sna- uh, Steve Sachs. Who is uh, uh, performing in a small band named after him? The Steve um, Sachs Trio. Yep. Uh, next up, we got Roger Clemens. Um, he was hired as the new security guard for the plant. Yep. This is. Oh no! This Burns, is back at the plant. The, yep. 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 So this, yeah, is, this is back at the plant. Burns is uh, introducing everybody. Yep. Hey, the, we got some, we got workers. we got some new workers for everyone. So I hired Roger Clemens. Uh, he was hired as a new security guard. Wade Boggs uh, was hired as a janitor. <laughs> Seems kind of sad. <laughs> uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was hired as the new lunchroom cashier and Daryl Strawberry um, was the last guy on the team. Yes. Uh, that, that was, so, cause we had met everybody oh. else and he had introduced everybody else. So Daryl Strawberry was the last kind of the last guy we were introduced to that we didn't know was on the team. Yep. And then he's like, we'll just come up with all those uh, jobs uh, later on. And then he's like, yeah. well, Wow, look at that. There's the company sign-up sheet for the softball team. And so they, you know, they, they're like, the, all the people are grumbling and um, they're like, well, what's going on? And Lenny's like, well, with those guys on the team, you're not going to need us anymore. Well, well, duh. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. That was fantastic. I don't know. I, cause I feel like that was in the vernacular of like the mid nineties, early 2000s. I think so, Yeah. So yep. after um, everyone's kind of up on stage and uh, signing up for it, Homer walks up to Daryl Strawberry and he's like, <laughs> you're Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. Are you huh? better than me? Uh, well, I don't know you. Well, I, don't... I don't know you, but I think you're better than I'm I think I'm better than you. It's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I don't know you, but yes, <laughs> yeah. well, it's Daryl Strawberry. He was a great ball player. Yep. So, so now we cut back to the Simpsons house and they're eating dinner and Homer's sad because all these major leaguers made the, you know, signed up for the team. And I love how when Marge is talking to, to, to the table, Maggie is taking peas out of her bowl and feeding them to Santa's little. That was great. I love, I love some of the background stuff they do. 
Yeah, the Simpsons always kind of have to have some people doing something. Yeah, so uh, Bart's like, well, you told me if I tried hard enough and I, I did all this stuff, you know, I could be good. And Homer, Homer's like, no matter how good you are at something, there are a million people better than you. And Bart goes, well, if you can't win, don't, don't try. try. <laughs> and that's his new motto. Yep. I mean... But, you know, Homer's not necessarily wrong to say there are a million people better than you. There's always going to be somebody better at you, but that doesn't mean to, to quit trying to be the best. Yeah. And 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 obviously, in this sense, Homer's basically saying what Bart repeated was, well, if you can't win, don't try. So no matter where you are in life, always try to be better. But yeah, that's don't the, listen to but Homer. That's, but that's the crazy thing about Bart's relationship with Homer is Bart actually, you know, for how bad Bart really is... He still looks up to yeah. his father for advice. Yes. Yes, he does. So then we cut back to the softball diamond and Burns is now the coach. Who was the and coach before? Or were they just, you know, kind of a team, just, you know, team uh, mentality. And yeah, it was just a team mentality. And so he's like, well, you're not going to drink beer anymore and no soda and no coffee. Now you're going to drink brain and nerve tonic. And he, he's like, well, you know, the only side effect is gigantism, but that's really rare. And so he gives Ken Griffey Jr. the the bottle and, <laughs> and he goes, and, and this is from the uh, uh, Flaming Mo episode where he goes, well, there's a party in my mouth and everybody's invited. And no, excited. Griffey was. Oh, everyone's it... invited. Oh, right. There's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. And apparently Griffey did not understand this line. I got very frustrated with yeah, this line. I mean, I actually just, funny enough, I was just listening to an episode of uh, Simpsons is Greater Than. Um, yep. And they were actually talking about this thing with Ken Griffey Jr. And, yep. it, and they did like hundreds of takes of it and he just couldn't yep. get it right. And they just kind of had to pluck one, which, you know what I, I mean... To be fair, these guys, and they were kind of saying it, these guest stars, all the guest stars that they've had, not all of them are professional actors and don't know no. how to act. But what they really could have done for Griffey, which maybe they did, and I, I don't know, is if he's having a hard time understanding the line and, and frustrating how to uh, articulate it, why didn't they just yeah. show him the Flaming Mo episode? <laughs> and I mean, it's possible they didn't have it on hand. Maybe they tried explaining like why you're saying it, but an ex um, but an explanation, but an explanation versus seeing someone else do it. Or could they have true. got a uh, who 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 does who does Mo? Is that Hank Azaria, or is that Dan Castellaneta? Yeah. No, Hank Azaria does Mo. So why did they just get uh, Hank Azaria to come come along? It's like, hey, this is how you do the yeah. line. I don't know. And apparently uh, Griffey's dad was there to help coach him too. So maybe it's one of those scenarios where there's too many people trying to explain it. Because like yeah. I remember we when we were younger, we went bowling. And I know you were doing it out of the goodness of your heart, trying to help me you know, be a better bowler. But I got super frustrated. And I wonder if it was one of those things where they're like, well, say it this way, say it this way. And he was just, you know, just it, it was frustration for him. Yeah. Which is why he was having a hard time. I, I don't know. Um, so, you know, Burns hands Griffey the tonic and he just starts drinking it, says the line. And I love the fact that any scene in the rest of this 
any scenes in the rest of this episode with Griffey in it, he's still drinking. The I know. He's like, he got addicted. It, it must have tasted really good. Yeah. I mean, maybe, it, maybe, maybe, maybe it was actually bottled flaming Moe's. I mean, it was purple. Oh, it was it purple. Was. Maybe Moe decided to keep it, keep the recipe and sell it as a nerve tonic. Yeah. <laughs> theory, theory, yeah. the brain and nerve tonic in this episode is actually flaming Moe's. Um, anyway, so Burns is like, all right, it's start to train and he brings out medicine balls and we cut to like a gym type area. And I love how Homer's in one of those personal steamer things yeah, where you like lock yourself in and it, like it's supposed to help you lose weight, but we all know it doesn't. So then, then we go back to the field and Strawberry is like bunting, which why you would bunt with Daryl Strawberry is anybody's guess. And Burns shows. He's like, I'll Daryl show you how to do how to it. Bunt, how to bunt. And he, and like the ball hits the bat and Burns just goes flying back. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, it was I can't Roger imagine that ball is. Well, it was Roger Clemens oh, pitching. Yeah. So I mean, maybe. Yeah. Also, Mr. Burns is wearing a jersey throughout this entire thing with the word Zephyrs on it, which is uh, supposedly a reference to the Twilight Zone episode, The Mighty Casey which features a team called the Hoboken Zephyrs. I don't think it supposedly so, references it. I think it does. Oh, okay. Well, you said it supposedly references right. it. but I don't know it... why. I don't know why I said supposedly. <laughs> but I don't but think it, it would be it. supposedly. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, it, uh, Twilight Zone reference. Gotta love those. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Yep. So... I love how, like, while Smithers and Burns are watching them practice, Smithers asks Burns, well, what are you going to do when you win the bet? Or if you win the bet? He's like, eh, I'll just throw the money on the pile. Like, do you need a million dollars? No, but if you're just going to be like, eh, he's Scrooge McDuck. He's Scrooge McDuck. Well, well, yes, he is. But remember during the uh, uh, Bark gets hit by a car episode where the the money pile literally breaks through the ceiling and falls on him? That is true. That's true. So, you know, um, and then, so Burns, for whatever reason, decides, oh, let's just get a hypnotist. And I I was like, why do you need a hypnotist? You know, you have a good team. They're going to win. But he's like, but I like, he's like, we'll be good. It's like, I was like, you will give a hundred, you you will, you will get a hundred, you will give 110%. That's impossible. No one can give more than a hundred percent. By definition, that is more than anyone can give. (laughs) <laughs> uh, apparently this was the hardest thing to edit because it was stated earlier everybody did their line separately and obviously like with the hypnotist scene they wanted all the voices to sync up yeah and well trust me i've tr- i've done this as an editor trying to sync up sounds together it is very hard and very difficult yeah. so kudos i do ever edited this edited these scenes because i like i could tell because i've worked in television long enough and i've done enough editing the, the voices were synced up fairly well but not at like a hundred percent sync but then then again not everyone is probably talking at the same speed and relatively no. anyway so i mean it's probably no. accurate to how groups of people repeat things talk but talk. it was very well done. I, I give props to the editor for it. I mean, there's only like six voices or maybe seven, but still to sync up even six, even at a minimum of six voices, that had to be really tough and probably very time consuming. 
Yeah. So, so good job to the good job to the Simpsons editors. Yep, and I, I do I, I do work. I do love this gag though because how many times as kids, you know, on sports teams, did we always hear our yeah. coaches say, "Let's give a hundred and ten percent"? I just love the oh Simpsons for I just love the Simpsons for this that that it just hits home. Yeah, well, you can't give a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, possible. Yeah. So then we cut to Carl and Sosha, you know, kind of walking side by side. And Carl asks him, you know, hey, why do you keep showing up? He's like, well, you know, unlike in the big leagues, if I mess up here, <laughs> it's no big deal. And then he dumps the nuclear waste on the ground. He's like, oh. Well, he freaks out because he was like, well, when you mess up in the big leagues, the press is all over you. Yeah. And he dumps the, the and he's like, oh, no. And Carl's like, ah, it'll be fine. He goes, I love this. So. Yep. Because, you know, in the big leagues, Sosha is under a lot of pressure. And at the plant, hey, eh, screwed up. Who cares? Yep. It's yeah. just radioactive waste. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, so the next... And they're not wearing hazmat suits. Why Why aren't they wearing hazmat suits in this scene? Yeah. So... They're the... hauling around radioactive waste. Well, yeah. They don't it's have to. They don't have to. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, so the next scene, okay. we see Bart and Ralph as captains picking their own teams. Now... I yep. feel like this was a reference to something. Like I'm trying to remember all the, like the the little kid sports games that we or movies that we used to watch, where there were two teams I don't picking. Hundred percent. No, I don't know if this is a reference per se to movies, more to real life. I think because a lot of times when kids get to pick their own teams, they all like. They always try to pick pick the best. No, no, no. I'm not talking about first. that. I I think there was a movie or TV. I think it's a movie where I would pick a, a kid, and then a pro yeah. player would walk by or something, and they would pick them, and it just happened. I'll have to look into that. I think there's an actual movie. Okay. Where or for where, our listeners out there, if you if you know what Steve is talking about. You know where to reach us. Yeah, but I love how Bart's picking all the kids and then Ralph's just <laughs> picking all the, the major leaguers that just happen to be walking by the but park. But why are they... I was going to say, well, like, wasn't Griffey just standing with the kids? Was oh, Griffey I don't know. just standing with the kids or was it Sachs? <laughs> like, one of the players was just standing there and the other two just happened to walk by. Yep. That was and just... also, why is Ralph picking... Yeah, how did Ralph become be a captain? Picking... That was the other thing. I'm like, how did Ralph become a captain? <laughs> usually the, like... the two best players are usually the captains. Yes. Um, and so this, this is the, this, this right here oh, kicks off the start of the Mattingly, the Mattingly Signbirds joke. And so it's just really funny. Bird's like, Mattingly, you're not a hippie. Cut those sideburns. He's like, uh, okay, Skip. And so I love the fact, so I love the fact, so apparently Mattingly was actually in a kerfuffle with the Yankees, because the Yankees are notorious about no facial hair, no long hair, you must look clean cut, and Mattingly had the long hair, and the Yankees actually, I don't know, if I don't remember if Mattingly actually cut his hair, but he was, I mean, he was taken out of the lineup for his long hair. That's crazy. You don't so, see that anymore. You see sports players with no. flowing locks now. Yeah. So apparently, and it's funny because a lot of people thought that this joke in this episode stemmed from that incident, but this episode was aired a year before that incident happened. So prediction. 
So either prediction or the Yankees saw the episode. Yeah. And like, hey, that's like, a good idea. Good point. He has long hair. Good job, Mr. Burns. We <laughs> so, love you. Yeah. Uh, and yep. so now Homer comes up to bat thinking, oh, I'm going to show these guys. And Clement throws his, you know, rocket fastball and breaks Homer's bat. Which, to Mysterious. be fair. Mm, allegedly. Well, well yeah. Which, allegedly. Which, to be fair, it was a homemade. I don't homemade... want to get sued by Clemens. <laughs> to be fair, it was a homemade bat. So, I mean, I think, mo- yes, bats do break, obviously, when break, hit in the yeah. right spot and stuff like that. But, yeah. to be fair, it was a homemade bat made from a tree branch. So, yeah. I think yeah. it's probably in the realm of possibility that Homer's bat would break by a Clemens fastball. But not when he's just standing there holding it. Like, if he had swung, it probably would have broken because Clemens used to be able to throw 95 to 100 mile an hour pitch. Yeah. So, so so yeah, Roger Clemens, uh, (laughs) I like how he's like, oh, did I make the, so so now this is the end of the practice. So they're going to the the starting lineup and all everyone's kind of looked to see if they made it. And Homer's like, hey, did I make it? He's like, yes. He's like, I did. Are you, are you Griffey? In your face, Strawberry. He's like, in your face, Strawberry. He's like, oh, I thought you were Roger Clemens. It's like, oh. No, no, no. Roger Clemens was asking. Oh, no, he was Roger like, oh, Cle- you're, you're- so Homer went up to Roger Clemens and Clemens thought Homer was Griffey. Griffey, yeah. For some weird reason. And I looked this up. I should have known Griffey started in the league in 89, but I couldn't remember. Roger started in the, or Clemens started in the league in 84. They were both in the American League. Yeah. So you'd have to think that Roger and, and Clemens Griffey, would know Griffey who Griffey was a, is. Yeah. Like Griffey, like in the early 90s, like basically when he started career, he was a huge rock star player. Like everybody knew who he was. Even if you weren't on the team, even if you didn't really pay attention, everybody knew who Griffey was. I wish they had chosen like, Don Mattingly, well, maybe not, maybe not Mattingly, but maybe Steve Sachs. Yeah. And not Griffey. Cause like the joke, I think would have landed better if it was not like someone that Clemens wouldn't have actually known who it was. Like, I don't know who Steve Sachs is. Yeah. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like maybe if it was someone that Clemens might not have actually known who they were. Like yeah. it might have landed a yeah. little bit like better. Steve Sachs, like Steve Sachs, <laughs> like like Steve Sachs. <laughs> so uh, so then um, we cut back to Burns, like writing up his starting lineup and Clemens is last because he's the pitcher. And that's sometimes how it goes now in uh, the regular baseball season. Sometimes pitchers bat eighth. Yep. Um, and he's like, I'd love to see what would happen or I don't believe all my ringers are going to go away. Three misfortunes, maybe. Seven, <laughs> possible. But nine, I'd like to see that. that. Uh oh. So now, now we get to see so that. Now we get a, so now we get to see a string of bad luck for players. Uh, Eddie and Lou pull over Steve Sachs, <laughs> thinking he's committed <laughs> crimes <laughs> in New York like, City. Some guy got killed in New York City, and so they arrest him. Uh, we cut to the hospital, and Sosha's in bed, and. Hibbert's like, well, he's got acute radiation poisoning. And I love how like social like talks like, like very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it, like word by word, very slowly. Cause he yeah. can barely talk and he's like, can I play softball tomorrow? And Hibbert's like, he's like, yeah, you'll be lucky to make it overnight. Yeah. But, but just, just to let, you, so, let everyone know, just to let you know, Steve Sachs, was sentenced to six life terms for various murders in New York City. 
Yeah, they cut they cut back to that that yeah. scene later on. But yes, that's what happens. And then we're in the hospital still, and a nurse is like, Hibbert, you need to come take a look at Ken Griffey Jr. And they wheel him in, and his head is huge. It's like, good God, gigantism. gigantism. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. And then Jose Canseco is, uh, he walks by a burning house, and a woman's like, my child, my child. And he goes in and saves the child. And a cat meows, and he goes to save the cat, and then her piano player, and he saves. And we cut back later when Burns during is like, "Where are all my yeah. players?" We cut back to Cons- <laughs> during the game, and Conseco is like, Conseco pulled out like everything from her house, and to be fair, that house would have been burnt to the ground by then." Well, not only but that, but where was the joke? F- yeah, but but not only that, where the, the hell's fire the fire department? department? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the fire would have been put the out fi- by then. Maybe they're like the cops and they were playing a softball game. Yeah, right. They're okay. Or maybe they were bowling. Yep. No, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yep. So then, or no, actually, don't we learn in like a later episode and like a later season, they don't actually have a fire department? Well, wasn't I there an don't episode know. Where they, they formed the fire department. I don't know or if they the form it or if it strike? was, I don't know if they form it or if it was already you know, already set up. But I mean, obviously for those, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but we know that like uh, Apu, uh, Mo, Homer, and Homer, and a few other people are on the volunteer fire department. But I guess we don't know if it's already established that they're on the volunteer fire department or if it's something that gets made. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. So then we cut back to the Simpsons and Homer and Marge are in bed and Homer's like, I'm not good at anything. And Marge's like, you're good at snuggling. Yeah, but my friends can't watch. Yeah, but my friends can't watch. And then Marge is like. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut then we cut to Moe's where Barney and Wade Box are arguing, arguing over who England's greatest prime minister is. And uh, do you remember the names? Uh, it was uh, Lord Palmerton. It was Lord Palmerton. Eight. Oh, now I can't remember like the other guy. Yeah, I should have written it down. But anyway, God. so Barney, so Wade Boggs like pokes Barney and Barney says the name and he just hits Boggs and knocks him Lord Bomberton! And then Mo, Mo like says the name that Boggs was saying. Yeah, he's like, like a sarcastic Lord Bomberton! <laughs> and punches and he Mo. punches out Mo. <laughs> oh my God, that's fantastic. And then, uh, and then we cut to the Springfield mystery spot. <laughs> and their sign is where logic takes a holiday and all laws of nature are meaningless. And Ozzy Smith goes and pays it and he falls in. And I love when they cut back to him, he's like falling and yelling. And the equation E equals MC squared comes by and he takes a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ooh. And then he keeps falling. Uh, and Ozzy Smith is uh, actually said, and I've heard this actually, where he wants to come back and do a guest spot to get out of the hole. I think that would be amazing. I know that would be really kind of funny. Um, and so, and now, now we go back to the game, and Clemens is on the field clucking like a chicken. <laughs> and so Burns goes to the hypnotist, and he's like, "Look what you did to my smart starting pitcher. He thinks he's a chicken. I should, I should like, uh, like report uh, you, report, report you to the oh, hypnosis to the, association. Uh, and the hypnotist is like." But I did a good job. A oh, good job. Well, it's not your fault. Well, you did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> uh, and apparently Clemens actually did his own clucking noises. Nice. They just yeah, didn't get a chicken own... sound? No, he just did it himself. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So then, uh, so then, you know, 
Daryl Strawberry runs out to right field and Bart and Lisa are yelling at they're they're yelling at Daryl Strawberry. They're taunting. No, him. no, no. You you forgot a part though. You got you you did forget, forget a part. So when the Simpsons are at they they cut to the Simpson house in between oh, in between right. that yeah. and Homer's like, "Where do you think you're going?" Because everyone's going to the game and Lisa's like, "To the game." Yeah, yeah. And Homer's like, "No, no, no. I don't want you to see me sitting on my worthless butt." <laughs> and Bart's like, "We've <laughs> seen it, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty uh, funny. So then Daryl Strawberry takes his place in right field and Bart and Lisa are jeering Daryl Strawberry because, you know, I mean, Strawberry's better than Homer and Burns wants to win the bet. Yeah. And so like, they're like, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. <laughs> and I've done this. I've done oh. this at hockey games. I don't think I've ever done it at at baseball games, but I've definitely done it at hockey games. Oh no, we do. I love it. When and me and, like when me and my friends would go, whatever right fielder we didn't like or whatever, we would so do this. Yeah. So uh, Mar- Marge admonishes the kids for doing it. At least like it's okay. They're they're pros. They can handle it. And you cut back to Strawberry. It's with like a, a little tear. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> And so we cut to the stands, and apparently there's a, a peanut vendor throwing peanuts, and he hits a car somehow, and he hits people, <laughs> even throws one onto the field. How did this guy, A, get this job, and B, why is there a peanut vendor at a softball game? Like, normally, uh, would you just bring your own Well, okay, but the funny but, peanuts? But the funny thing is, it's not like this was like, a, yes, it was a bet. But it's not like this game yeah. was an actual, like, championship game or anything. This was No, just it was. Some, no, it was. I, oh, this at was... the end of the episode. You. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize this the was the, the championship game. Is that actually? Yeah. I thought this I was just. Was. I just There's thought a... this was a game between the two teams, like a regular season game. I, or maybe it was just the last game of of their season, because at the end of the episode, you see a picture. Yeah. Like you take a picture, a snapshot. So I don't remember if it said championship. But oh, it is. The yes. Last game the yes, season. it is. The team remains undefeated facing the rival Shelby bill for the championship. Yeah. Okay. So this okay. is, this, this is there the championship game. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and so the first, you know, fir- first stop <laughs> is Daryl strawberry. And, uh, He's like, I love uh, she's like, Burns is like, Smithers, come, come massage my brain. Yeah. He's like, strawberry hit a home run. <laughs> it's like, okay, skip. And Strawberry hits a home run. He's like, I told him to hit a home run. <laughs> like, he hit like, it onto the highway. Onto the where highway. Is field? <laughs> like, where, where is this softball field? Because in the first game they played, Homer hits a guy in the head. In a park. Now, but, did, but, maybe park. They, but maybe they move this to, I guess we really never see the stadium as a whole, maybe. Maybe we do. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe they moved it to a more. I think it's the same stadium as the first game because Marge. She's filming the game and Homer's scratching himself and she pans down to the bleachers because she doesn't want to put that on the camera. Yeah. So I think it's the same place. Maybe. Strawberry just I hits it farther. Place. Strawberry just hits it farther. Well, it is Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. And so it's so, so let me set so let me set the scene for you. I'm gonna <laughs> set the scene this time. It's the bottom of the night. No, no, no. We, you miss Homer There's scratching himself. I so, just said that. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't get Bart's line. You didn't get Bart's line. And oh, Bart, Bart is like, Bart's line? yeah, Bart is like, Bart, tell, oh, me, yeah. t- tell me when Homer's done scratching himself. And it literally pauses for like, I don't know, six, seven yep. seconds. And Bart is like, seconds. Uh, well, yeah, I told you to tell me when he stopped scratching himself. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, mom, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, now so you can setting set the, the scene. scene. Yeah. Setting the scene. It's the bottom of the ninth. There's two outs. The bases are loaded. The score is 43 <laughs> to 43. Granted, it is a softball game. I, I, so, I honestly am not surprised by that so, score. Uh, so apparently the ringers aren't as good as we thought they were. Well, like, don't forget. Well, no, don't forget. The only ringer. Oh, right. It's the strawberry. Oh, right. Never mind. Wow. Woo. Right over my head. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. That, that's the scene. That's the scene. So and what do you Bert's, think happens? Next? Yeah. So, so we would think, so zero strawberries up. You think, Oh, game running grand slam right here, but no. So yeah. Burns, Burns uh, pulls uh, him aside <laughs> and says, good, good game. Strawberry hit the pine. And he's like, but skip, I've already hit nine home runs today. It's like, <laughs> yes, but uh, home runs. yes. But when, when, but you see strawberry, when there's a left-handed pitcher, I want to put in a right-handed batter. It's called hedging the odds or, what is playing it? Playing the, the playing the percentages. The perc- yeah, which to be fair, in baseball, that, yes, they do of, that. That happens a lot, like, especially so when a in the, up, they bring a lefty in. Yeah, especially in the later innings, because you you know it's although funny. although with the new rules of the major league, you have to face a minimum of three batters now coming out of the the bullpen. Yeah, so but they if didn't, you like come out of the bullpen, no, but this wasn't a pitcher change. This was a batter change. No. Bad. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying in, in the new rules, it's yeah, that's but that's what they have but that, to do if you pull a pitch. Yeah, but this isn't the point we're trying to make. We're, we're I'm talking about I'm just, I'm just saying what the new rules are. Yeah, but we're talking about pinch hitters here. But anyway, so yes. um, Homer comes in and uh, Bird's like, all right, let's go over the signals. And he's like, if I tap my cat, if I can't my cat once, not twice, but thrice <laughs> or my belt buckle. No. So like he goes, if I. If I tap, if I tap my my hat, that means the signal's a fake. If I want you to bunt, I will tap my belt buckle. Not once, once not, not twice, twice, but thrice. <laughs> it's like, and then he like keeps going over, and Homer is like, "I just want to go bad." I know. It's like you got oh that, Homer. God. Yes, it's, sir. And so he sir. goes up to the he goes up oh. to the plate, and uh, everyone's booing because they thought they'd yeah, see except for the Simpsons. Except for the Simpsons, yeah, they're standing up, yay, the, the, go, the, Dad. The, and yep. so. Uh, Homer, first pitch. Homer looks over at Burns. Yep, and he's doing a Homer bunch lo- of signals. Homer looks yeah. over at Burns and he's confused, yeah. And so he, the first pitch comes in, whacks Homer on the head. And Marge's like, oh my god. And Lisa's like, no, Marge, it's it's okay. Uh, it's a hit by a pitch. And so he'll get to take the base. No, and, no, and so, no, no. So here's the here's thing. Here's the thing. Marge is concerned because Homer got hit in the head. Yeah. And also because she doesn't know the rules of the game. And Lisa wrongly states that a hit by pitch counts as a hit. It does oh, not count as a hit. It counts no. as a free pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it but, does not count as a hit. And I'm very disappointed that the uh, writers got this wrong. Especially during not a baseball on. episode. Yeah. Because a hit by a pitch does not count as a hit. It does not count towards no, your batting No, average. but it Lisa counts, was correct. It, that it basically... Sa- but Lisa was correct that he gets, that on, gets on base and the team wins. So she yeah. was, I mean, she was technically, yes, it's not a hit, but she was correct mm-hmm. on that, the, that Homer basically helped win yes. the game. And Marge is like, well, at least when he wakes up, he'll be happy to know that the <laughs> team won. And I love the fact that when the game running, the game winning run comes in, he like pushes Homer off of home plate so he can touch it. Well, yeah, legally, it doesn't, legal, legally, it doesn't count as a run if you don't touch the base. That's it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And so the team wins. I love how they're taking like the knocked out Homer. They're all like taking him off the field, yeah. all cheering like, which was really funny. Um, and then we get a photo. And we get the team photo. Yep, we get the team photo at the end. And then we have Ozzy Smith appearing as a ghost in the photo <laughs> with the team. I love so, that. But love so is he actually dead then, or did they do that as like? I okay, don't I guess know. if Ozzy, I guess Ozzy Smith couldn't come back coming out of the hole if he's a ghost. But it's the it's the Springfield mystery spot, so maybe he can astral project. Oh right, his, his body. Yeah, and also Griffey's in a wheelchair, still drinking the tonic. By the way, yeah, in the, po- in the yeah. photo, he's he's yeah. addicted, man. He's, he's addicted. He's dude. never coming out. So uh, we close out the episode, um, not with your normal, a little um, differently, a little differently. Yeah. So we get um, the song uh, "Talking Softball," which is a parody of "Talking Baseball" by Terry Cashman, and. I got the song. I, song. I got the song lyrics it. for you. Well, Mr. Burns had it done. The power plant had it won. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while, Mike Scotia's tragic illness made a smile. While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the bathroom or the barroom tile, we're talking softball from Maine to San Diego. Talking softball. Mattingly and Canseco, can Griffey's grossly swollen jaw, see Saxon is running with the law, we're talking Homer, Ozzy, and the straw, we're talking softball, Maine from San Diego, talking softball, it just repeats itself, Mattingly and Canseco, can Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, yeah, it was that was good. It's great. That's a good it, good song. Great. And that and then I love it. Oh, and then it's at, also on their it's I think it's also on their first album. Yeah. And then and then at the very The song is on their first Simpsons album. Yep. So and then at the very end like, the whole sh the whole sh part is actually like Oh yeah, there's a crack of the bat. Crack of the bat and crowd cheering sort of thing. So I think it's yeah. one of the really one of the only episodes we don't get the shush guy. Yeah. No, I think he still shushes after the crack of the bat. Oh, does he? I guess I'm pretty I sure didn't still quite hear it. So before we get to our final thoughts and character profile, uh, they did Springfield of Dreams, The Legend of Homer Simpson, an hour-long mockumentary about the episode in the style of Ken's Burns Baseball, which aired on Fox to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the episode. And they also inducted Homer into the Nas- National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. The only player not to appear in this mockumentary was Daryl Strawberry. That's kind of sad. It's sad, but I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming he had prior engagements, but it kind of makes sense because, you know, Homer took over him for the final <laughs> appearance. I, I highly doubt that's what happened, but it's a nice little coincidence. But if you have a chance to check out this mockumentary, it is fantastic. Absolutely enjoyable. If you love this episode, highly, highly recommend trying to find this mockumentary. I'm sure it's probably on YouTube or you could find it somewhere on the internet. It was fantastic. It was well worth my hour of not doing anything. Yeah. Well, who doesn't like mockumentaries anyway? Yeah. So final thoughts. I mean, we're just going to cut it short here. I'm going to say five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. I mean, really? Everything about this episode is is fantastic. I mean, there there's nothing really to say. I mean, throughout this entire episode, we really kind of said the things we liked. I mean, there's very, very little that we disliked. I mean, extremely, extremely little. 
if I could go, if I could go above a five, everything's coming up Millhouse, I would, but obviously that's not a ranking system. I love this episode. I was super excited to know Ken Griffey Jr. was in this episode because he is my favorite baseball player of all time. So that even made it a little bit more special for me. Uh, it's just, it's fantastically written. The jokes are amazing. I mean, I'm pretty sure this episode got like, it like not inducted, but like placed into like one of those historical museum things that they do for TV and film. It's just, it is fantastic. And I think this episode probably has to go down as the episode with the most cameos. I mean, I, I mean, uh, we there could were keep, nine, right? Yeah. I mean, we could go out and, and probably look at it later. But all nine baseball players were there. I mean, I I mean yep. maybe the only one that might come close and will do a count would be Homer Palooza. No, oh, that might yeah. be the only other one that I could think of that would have more. Um, yeah. but we'll we'll keep you posted. So we're at nine. Hey Steve, Steve. Yeah, are you a hippie? Are you a hippie? Uh, Cut your sideburns. Oh, oh, we did. For, get, get this, oh, that's the one thing we forgot to mention. The one thing yeah. we okay. So okay. So Don Mattingly <laughs> comes out. I'm sorry. This is at the end, guys. I'm really yes. sorry. And you guys are probably like, why didn't they mention this? Okay. So at the very end, before <laughs> the reason why Mattingly didn't play is because Burns is like, hey, what are you a hippie? I told you to shave your sideburns. He's like, Mr. Burns, I don't think you know what sideburns are. He's like, damn, shave them. So he goes off and then he comes back with like over half his head, literally shaved off. shaved off. And he's like, Mattingly, I told you to shave those sideburns. You're off yeah. the team. And so as, as Don Mattingly is walking, he's like, well, he's definitely better than Steinbrenner. Or, and by anybody who doesn't, George Steinbrenner. Yeah, no, George, right. yeah, yeah. And yeah. for anybody who doesn't know baseball, George Steinbrenner at the time was the owner of the Yankees. He passed away God, like five years ago now he's been he's been gone for a while but, but yeah that 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 was fantastic that was such I, a was, great line that was awesome all right so uh, let's let's should, let's yeah. finish up with our uh, character profile yep. today and we have yep. uh aristotle amadopoulos and for those of yes. you guys that don't remember he is the owner operator of the shelbyville nuclear power plant and I like how I like how he thought his team was so great, which I guess if they score 43 runs, they're pretty damn good. Um, yes. his, his native country is Greece. Um, his attire, double-breasted jacket, shirt open, several buttons to reveal numerous gold chains, sunglasses, yep. and a large ring. Yep. His favorite greeting, three kisses on the cheek. <laughs> uh, persona, moody. He's a moody guy and he hangs out at the Springfield Heights Millionaires Club, which I mean, I guess if you have a million dollars, I mean, that's a good place to good place to hang out. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome episode. Love it. Uh, what do we have coming up next week? So next week is our one year anniversary episode. And just for you guys, we got a special guest to yes. talk, talk through it. Um, I'm not going to give it away. Uh, maybe during our trailer Thursday, you guys can, uh, maybe I'll put a little hint in there for you. Uh, but yeah. yes, we have a, a special guest coming up next week, which will be awesome. One for, year, guys. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you guys that have stuck through us through this first year. I mean, yeah. 
it's it's amazing to hear the feedback. It's amazing to, you know, keep doing this. We all love The Simpsons. We all love quoting them. Our life basically revolves around it. Um, well done. Well done. <laughs> so um, thank you guys for all the support. Uh, for those of yeah. you that already know, um, we have stickers. Um, I mean, we've been giving a lot of free ones away, but we do still like the support. Um, yes. So make sure you guys do head over to buymeacoffee.com um, backslash the Simpsons did it pod. Um, donate whatever you feel is necessary. Um, all your donations do go f- to getting more stickers and eventually uh, more swag. So the more that you guys donate yes. and you guys like our swag, just, you know, you only have to donate once. I'm not, we're not asking for a hundred donations yes. for what, any reason. Hopefully we do in the future have a membership. But you'd be our favorite people if you yeah. did. Hopefully soon we do have a membership uh, program. Uh, yes. That's kind of what we're going for is to have a membership program. So yes, yes, that would be a monthly fee of five, 10, 15. And as we gradually increase them, you get more and more stuff. So uh, we do want to yes. do hopefully a trivia night in the future and uh, more giveaways and stuff like that. So uh, keep that in mind um, as you guys are, uh, you know, listening to us. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, Facebook, The Simpsons Did It yeah. Podcast. Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. So make sure to go over there. Um, if you guys yeah. want to check out old episodes, um, either listen to them on your podcasting platform or we have them all over on YouTube for all you YouTubers out there. Um, make sure you guys subscribe yep. and like, um, comment on there. We get some great comments. That's the one thing I do like about YouTube is the comment section on, on comments. YouTube. Uh, yeah. we get comments all the time on each individual episode. So thank you guys for that. And I do respond to every single comment yeah, we get. Um, so keep doing that. Um, so yeah, until next week, I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.